At dusk, the freighter tied up at the wharf. The amber street lamps of the town, hazy and dim beyond the port. They stood together at the railing, amid a silence broken only by a distant foghorn and the wash of waves against the pier. She moved closer to him and said, I never thought we would come back here. In response, he took her hand. Then a ship's officer unhooked the chain at the top of the gangway. It was time to go ashore. Paul Ricard, Midnight in Trieste Occupied Paris, 1942 In early October, the first of the autumn storms began in the late afternoon, with rumbles of thunder up in Normandy somewhere. Then, by nightfall, the rain reached Paris, where it beat against the windows of the grey city and streamed down the channels at the edges of the cobblestone streets. The writer, Paul Ricard, walked bent over in the downpour, heading up a narrow street of ancient buildings in the 6th arrondissement, the Rive Gauche, the Latin Quarter. Ricard squinted into the darkness. Some of the street lamps had been shattered, others painted blue for the blackout ordered by the German occupation authority, and the coal smoke that drifted through the rain made it even harder to see anything. Turning a corner, he found himself on the Rue de l'Odéon, once home to Shakespeare and Company, Sylvia Beach's English-language bookshop. But the shop had closed a year earlier, and now Ricard, a writer of detective and spy fiction, had to get his newly published novels of intrigue at a recently opened store called The Bookshop on the nearby Rue de Condé. Ricard, rain dripping from the rim of his fedora hat, took a narrow alley to the street. He could reach out and touch the buildings on either side. He was heading for the bookshop to see a friend who had, voice excited, telephoned and asked that he come and see her at the shop. When Ricard entered the shop, his friend, an émigré Pole called Kasha, was manning the cashier's desk near the door. In her twenties, Kasha looked like a Parisian street kid, she had dark eyes and dark hair cut short, a boy's haircut, atop a firm, well-curved body. She wore a worker's tweed cap, a navy pea jacket, likely bought at a used clothing barrow, mole-coloured trousers and ankle-high lace-up boots. Ricard nodded to her and waited while she served a customer, a German officer, tall and stern. Delta of Venus she said to the officer. In fact, all the Anais Nin erotica is written for a private collector, so it's not available. Oh, is that so? The officer was clearly disappointed. But we carry a book, a kind of diary that's similar. Would you care to have a look at it? Why, yes. The German visibly brightened. I would love to see it. Kasia looked at Ricard as she left the desk and raised her eyes to heaven. Yet one more German trying to buy dirty books. She left the desk, walked over to the shelves, and returned with a slim volume. On the soft cover, an artful line drawing of a nude couple in a complicated embrace. Here it is, she said. The diary of Lady X. 
It is erotica for every taste, and lavishly illustrated. Thank you, said the German in school French. This will do very nicely. Ricard could think of nothing but the well-known quote from the rogue publisher Maurice Giraudiat, who described such books as books that one reads with one hand. The German paid Kasha and left the store with his new book wrapped in a sheet of newspaper. That's the tenth copy we've sold this week, Kasha said to Ricard. The Bosch come to Paris with lists, the best restaurants, the fanciest brothels, and where to buy books that get them ready for the brothels, where they especially like exhibitions. <laughs>